Hello, and welcome to the Polygon Show. I'm Simone Rochefort, and I'm joined today by Ashley O, Chelsea Stark. Hello. And Allegra Frank. Hi. Hello. There have been really big updates in the world that I think we all need to talk about and weigh in on. Uh, people have been tweeting at us all day. It's been in the news. Of course, we all know it is the new Diet Coke flavors. Well, I like that our brand is so strong that we got so many tweets about this. So. Yeah, everyone's like, great this beverage. <laughs> Don't open with the Nintendo Direct on the Polygon show. Open with the new Diet Coke flavor. It is our Such. soda podcast. It so. is. It is. That's like half the podcast. So they're not taking away regular Diet Coke. We'll just put that right up there. It's very important. Uh, they are introducing four new flavors. Uh, who would like to read the names of the new flavors in the most entertaining voice that you could possibly come up with? I can only do a sexy voice. I can only do <laughs> limited like a in that weird... way. My range is bad. I don't even know what character. I it nominate. She's good at voices. I, I'm good at voices, but bad at reading. I nominate Ashley. <laughs> bad at reading. Ginger lime, twisted mango, zesty blood orange, and feisty cherry. Uh, first question. Everyone has an adjective except for ginger lime. What happened there is, I guess it's just ginger, ginger. is the adjective. No, well, but why well, is ginger lee is an noun. adjective? Why isn't it like zesty <laughs> ginger lime? I don't understand. Ginger like, is wait. a flavor. Gingerly lime. Twisted ginger is, is not a flavor, though. I know. Uh, yeah, I don't know why ginger lime is like ginger lime is the most normal. Okay, yeah. zesty and feisty are also not flavors. I'm twisted. What is it meant? Twisted with. Sorry, go on. I really hate feisty. I hate that. Mm. What does that mean? Apparently, when it comes apparently, it is spicier. I read that. A spicy was cherry, cherry soda? Yeah, it's a spicy cherry, cherry soda. Coke ever Great. spicy? It, it, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I read the whole damn BuzzFeed article. Oh. It <laughs> also, didn't. the best part of the BuzzFeed article, it said, this is the reason this is happening is because millennials like flavors. Yes. Yes. Uh, when I was, I think it was a New York Times article about it. They were saying they wanted to do something authentic. Mm. Because as millennials, we love a we good authentic, authenticity, a good authentic and that's feisty cherry. That's why I like flavored carbonated sugar drinks. As the youngest person on the show, yes, I will say I like to live my life extremely bland <laughs> and <laughs> obeying societal norms that I maybe don't personally subscribe to. So I think Coke is very wrong. As a youth, you you grew up, you're so much younger than us. You grew up, you saw a lot of changes in the world. You saw the economic recession. Of course, you're terrified of change, Allegra. We, the older millennials here, we thrive on, we remember the 90s. We remember when everything was twisted and zesty and extreme. <laughs> and we want to go back to that and time. Ginger. <laughs> ginger. Actually, yeah, because I feel like the names of these reminds me of like those tang commercials <laughs> where everything was like really intense and you're like, this is fucking, uh, this is an orange oh drink, God. dude. And they have these crazy like chimpanzees <laughs> and like a lot of like zoom and a lot of movement. And I remember being a kid and being like, why? <laughs> oh God! They did that to Tang and Sunny D, and they and were like, Sunny D. and they were like, "It's a kick in a glass." Yeah, you're just like what? There was always a yeah, skateboard in that commercial. Always a skateboard. So oh, this yeah, is, you had oh to skateboard God. in the '90s. I feel like these drinks would be available in Tony Hawk's uh, like pro <gasps> skater, like as items. Oh my God! Like as the skateboard fuel. Mm, zesty blood. Yeah. And then you just say like tubular <laughs> and then you slam it. Tubular. No. I like that. So, okay, who's going to drink the new Diet Coke? I don't like regular new, like, I don't like Diet Coke to begin with. Yeah, me with. neither. It's gross. I mean, I think we should do it. We have to. We, no, we, I will do it yeah. for Science of Polygon show, but I yeah. won't drink these. Okay. What if so, you end up liking the spicy cherry? Spicy cherry. I, do, I just don't like Diet Coke. I to be honest, I would rather them call it spicy cherry than feisty. I don't like, like What feisty. does that mean? You like crack it open and all of a sudden it just starts ripping into you. And, and, like, you're, and you're like, I Rawr. see that you have the BFA in dramatic writing. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think they mean like feisty, like that was a, a fun, that was sexy an Eric Garner. fruit. Okay, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sorry. The cultural reference it went was... right over my head. I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry, I'm not cultured. 
Should okay. we explain? Should we no, just not? No, we're just going to okay. We're going to keep with our tradition of not explaining anything on this show, That's which true. we, we didn't sorry. explain anything last week. And mm. we also didn't book in time to explain the things that we didn't explain last week. So we're going to explain them next week. Stay, <laughs> so stay tuned. Stay tuned for our explainer. <laughs> the Polygon Show episode 30 explained. Okay, let's talk about what we're playing this week. I am still playing. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I have I have some very specific things to talk about. I want to take a deep cut of yes. this game. Yes. I want to tell you about all the good horse things that happened to me. One, the name of my horse I talked about last week, Maxine. Mm-hmm. She's wonderful. The name of my bad horse, who is just kind of not exciting, is Ernest, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, my very, very good horse named James. Oh, Ooh. James yes. makes me think of the Pokemon Team Rocket member. Yeah. Ooh, no. <laughs> no. no. He's just the no. most general name He's in the not world. Like that. <laughs> 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 yeah. Pokemon? Yeah. I just feel like. Do people named James get that a lot? If you're named James, tweet <laughs> hashtag Polygon Show. Let us know if anyone has ever said that about you for some, some reason. My very, very good horse named James. Uh, when you whistle for your horses, they come running for you. And I was on one side of the river and my very, very good horse named James was on the other side of the river and horses can't swim for some fucking reason. <laughs> but I whistled for him and I see him start galloping. And then I started running and we both were running towards the bridge and I was looking at him across the river and he was running for me and whinnying. Oh. And then he galloped majestically across the bridge and I swept up onto his back. Oh my God. That was one good thing that happened with a horse in this game. What does James look like? He is a black horse. He has a white face and little white feet. And oh. he is he has very good stats. He is still a little bit wild, but now that now he trusts me because I've ridden him a lot. A very bad thing happened where I went to fight a fire wizard in a cave, and uh, I was trying to get the fire wizard's attention standing in tall grass, which was my first mistake, and I whistled for him to get his attention, and that was my second mistake because my very, very good horse named James (laughs) came bolting up, and the fire wizard attacked me, and all of the grass caught on fire, and I kept, like, seeing James running around just like... Completely on fire. James. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like trying to run this way so the fire wizard follows me and James is booking it that way and he's on fire. <laughs> but then like the fire is in between us and he keeps trying to get to me and he just keeps catching on fire. Oh my God. Dude, can your horses die in this they game? Can yes, die. They can die. And James is still he alive. Is okay. Oh, oh my I, God. I had to stop fighting. I was getting too stressed about Wait, it. How did you put the fire out? You put water? I ran far enough away. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I gave up on that I, I, I literally I called I got James back he, I got him off he he stopped he ceased being on fire which is a, you know a condition that happens you can just stop being on fire hmm. uh, after a certain amount of time in life and in games and then I rode him right back to the stable and I put him away and I walked back to the cave with a fire wizard and I shot him with an ice arrow Ooh. and everything is fine now nice. yes two more good things that you can do with horses one jump off tall mountain use glider Drop directly onto their back. <gasps> yes, that I was really. Hard. Hard. It's sometimes hard. Is there like a like a targeting is. or sort of like an no? Auto you kind of just gotta guess, you but like he'll it. automatically link will automatically drop onto if you're like I if mean, you get it in the right well, place. Not if I'm playing. Not if you're playing. Hmm. Second good thing you can do with horses when you call whistle for them and they gallop up. If you time it right, you can jump onto their back and they'll just keep running with you on their back. Yes, I it's do like scary. that. Have you good. also tried jumping in the air and then shooting arrows in slow motion? No. You can so you when you're on horseback, oh, you can jump in the air. What the fuck shoot arrows in slow motion what and the then fuck? land back on your horse. It's very fun. Wow. Fuck? That's going to be my next project with my very good horse what? named James. James and you are going to go on an arrow adventure. Wait. Do you watch Adventure Time? I have not in many years. Okay, there's a freaking horse on Adventure Time named James Baxter. What? And I just that remember is not- that. And he's the greatest horse. Wait, that's not the horse that like keeps staring at them from the hill, right? No, it's the horse that keeps balancing on a ball, and he keeps saying <gasps> I like, love that guy. James Baxter. James is my favorite. Yeah, he's but I did not like that horse. other horse that was standing on the hill yeah, watching no. them sleep. I don't like it's that. Kind one. of uncool that that horse and my horse have the same name. <laughs> but you could give him a different last name. Make, I was like, oh, I wanted to name my so horse good. Terrible James after the A.A. A. Milne poem about the zoo animals. There's a snail named Terrible James. No, I th- no, James was only a snail. Terrible, 
there's another terrible animal. But I wanted to name him Terrible James is the point. But he it didn't fit. So but he's not Terrible him. James. He's very good James. Do your horses, do you ever see them together or do you only no, see them one at a time? One at a time. So you don't know if they like each other or I get along? I don't know that. Ooh. So here's my ideal DLC for Zelda. And actually, I don't know if this is possible. It might be possible in the base game, but I don't think it is. There's a house that you can buy in Hatano Village, and I want to buy that house and have a field where all my horses can live instead of the stable and have them be there together. But I don't think that that's a thing that happens because I think I would have known about it. Not possible yet, but (sighs) DLC. DLC. Please, Nintendo. Okay. Let us move on to uh, Ashley. This week, you are playing Overwatch. When am I not playing Overwatch? When I mean, are you honestly, not playing Overwatch? I know it's when I'm sleeping. What was, I guess, or did anything special happen in Overwatch this week that you that um, is not related to the news that we're going to talk about later? Oh, did again. you just knee the table? Are you okay? the same knee? This is the same knee that I gashed this morning on oh. the corner of my bed, which delayed oh. me by 15 minutes because it wouldn't stop bleeding, and I just hit it again. Oh, oh my god, god girl! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm glad that you told me that so that I didn't try to pat it because... Oh, don't do that. I will definitely not touch it. Let us know if you start bleeding and then we can let you go out and... Uh, it's fine. There's there's no, but there's already yeah. blood on my jeans. It's, it's all right. Fine. It's fine. She'll live. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yes, I am playing Overwatch again. Did you say that you need healing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You can hit me if you want. I'm like going to smash my face okay. onto the table. <laughs> Take it out on me, not you. Um, I have been playing Overwatch, so the holiday event ended recently. I'm pretty sure um, within like the near future, they're going to release the Blizzard uh, that Blizzard World Map. The, oh, the, the thing like, that really looks like an uh, like an amusement, amusement park. park. Yeah, yeah. That one's so they're really going to cool. do that. I know they're bringing back the Lunar Year thing, which is like next month, pretty much. Uh, 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 and obviously Overwatch League is happening. Yes. Um, I stayed up till 1 a.m. last night watching all three matches. I was very tired, but man, was it good. Man, was it good. To give you just a quick recap, I'm just going to talk about the most interesting match because please do. Uh, it was, the last one was Seoul Dynasty versus Dallas Fuel. And Dallas Fuel has like a pretty good lineup, uh, just because of like who the, which teams they bought. <laughs> yeah. But it's like a very international team. I really like them. They're very mm-hmm. well-rounded. So the first um, match against uh, South Korea, oh my God, it was the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. So what happened was like, they steamrolled Korea. Like it was Whoa. the temple of Anubis and they captured the first point. And when, you know, after they captured the first point, they had like seven minutes on the clock. And by Holy they, I mean, it, yeah, shit. Dallas. And like, I remember sitting there with my head in my hands, like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, no. What are you doing? And then, um, you know. How does that happen? A couple matches later, they crushed them. By they, I mean Seoul came back up. I think they, uh. I theorized that they got kind of cocky in the beginning and thought that it wasn't going to be a big deal. And then I think once they were getting demolished, they were like, let's, uh, let them mm-hmm. shit. Oh, shit. I feel like I remember when we watched the Overwatch World Cup, uh, I think it was America that managed to score something on Korea. And it was like even that little bit, like they came back immediately. Like they're so good at just keeping their shit together. Yeah. After a lot. So the first match, I felt so bad. It was San Francisco versus uh, Los Angeles Valiant. Mm -hmm. And so you could tell like after the first maybe two matches and they panned over to the San Francisco team. I mean, they just looked like their spirits were already shattered. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know if you guys like played any sports in high school or anything, but like sometimes, (laughs) sometimes. I watched a lot of sports anime, so I think I know what you're talking about. (laughs) So like what happens is that like, unfortunately it's sort of like a snowball effect. Like once you start getting kind of like stressed out and Mm -hmm. like disappointed about it, like, It'll continue and it'll just sort of sabotage because you're just in that mindset and it's very hard to like get out of it. Um, But I felt very bad and I wanted to give them a hug. And then I was (laughs) yelling at the TV. I was like, can't you just give them this one? Come on. It's nice. But it's also on opening day of the league. But not on opening day. No. Yeah. 
But I think, like, going back to that South Korea match you were talking about, it's, like, a thing you see, too, where, it, like, teams will certainly figure out a strategy. If one team continues, like, doing one thing, you'll definitely see the loser, like, pick up on that and use that to beat them. For sure. And, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that see, that happens so many in, often in esports, like, if you don't change things up. I think the commentators uh, mentioned something about how Dallas – like did a very good job at like anticipating their play style and like they countered them very well. And mm-hmm. it was very scary. And I thought that I would be culturally embarrassed. We'll talk, we'll continue talking about Overwatch League later because it's also in our news section. But you've also gone back to Destiny 2. Oh. Uh look. Okay, <laughs> explain I knew, yourself. I knew, this, I knew this was gonna happen. Nobody this is <laughs> what? we should be a safe <laughs> Who space. Who could have predicted this? Actually, it was never a safe space for me the second I joined Polygon because everyone made fun of me for playing it alone. <laughs> but Ross plays uh, yeah. Destiny. Do you play with Ross? No. You play alone. So Wait, you still you? play alone? No, you I play, play with Mike McWhorter or something. Oh, okay, okay. So thank God. So I have someone. <laughs> um, but so I recently started playing because this is a stupid fucking reason. <laughs> when Curse of Osiris came space. out, my like my friend was like, Oh, are you gonna play it? I was like, I'm not fucking playing that. I'm not gonna spend money on that. I, it's gonna be the same thing. What I found was um actually the I got. I f- forgot. I got a code for it, which means I have the season pass. So I actually did have it. Hey. Oh no! And then I was like, yeah. "Fine. Well, I guess I might as well play it." <sighs> I got very back into it. Don't get me wrong. Right now, it sucks. It sucks a lot. Why does it suck? Uh, it's uh, the dawning. So like their winter event that they have. Right. Um, a lot of players have issues with like the types of items that you're getting and. They're comparing like, you know, Eververse kind of like silver that you have to purchase with real money with like other systems. And I do agree Eververse does kind of suck because and these dawning rewards fucking suck because they'll put you on these grindy missions where it's like, hey, collect um, like 10 of these random resources. So you just have to like honestly wander around the map. And try to find. Unless I mean, you you're have describing like my experience tracker, with Breath of the Wild, a game that I love. Awesome. But then, I love collecting um, resources. No, but, but, but then, but then after the resources, and then you ki- and then they're like kill like thirty vex like minotaurs. I'm so like, it's like where the fuck am I? Vanilla gonna- Wow. What the hell? It is actually. This is. I mean, like those kind of missions were why I fell off of Destiny the first time. Why I never even got to the mm-hmm. first end game because I was like, I'm not doing any. I'm not participating in a game that makes mm-hmm. me just kill ten sure. of things. Yeah, I hate that. I mean, not anymore. I did, not in two thousand. I think the the, the most disappointing thing besides that is the rewards that you get because um, they're not worth it. One time I finished the most grueling one and all I got was like a fucking consumable item. And I'm like, I just spent three hours of my life doing this and you Ugh. can't even give me a new gun. <laughs> That's awful. It's, it's Destiny 2 sadly telling you to eat but it. I think the reason why I went back to it is because Curse of Osiris did kind of they raised the light level cap. They raised your normal level cap. So basically, like, it kind of was a good, like, refresh again for people who fell off Destiny because there wasn't really anything to do. Um, even though Curse of Osiris is short, like, I felt like I kind of got that high again from yeah. Destiny because that comes in waves. It's dangerous. Where, like, because, like, since they increased that, your light level, like, once you start playing it, you just fucking keep going up and it's so addicting. Addictive. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it's, I got addicted to that. And then um, now that Dawning is like shitty, whatever, I still kind of play it because I like how um, it's sort of like this very calming, busy work to have. Like I kind of like just coming back home and just turning on Destiny and it's like, it's kind of mindless. It's like some of your challenges are like complete three strikes and you're like, okay. I, it kind It's kind of weird to have that in, in that specific game since it's so like action-y, but I do really like that sort of, relationship that you're talking about Chelsea Mm. you are still playing Persona 4 Golden and you don't I know you're like not super further than you were last (laughs) time actually oh no did you beat it did you beat it I'm so close (gasps) uh I'm at the last dungeon I'm at the the last day of the before it fast forwards to the end so I'm basically I'm in 98 hours (gasps) wow um and I actually I have something new to say and I'm gonna try to avoid spoilers for both this and Persona 5 okay but I heard a lot of criticism about Persona 5, and I agreed with it, that the last 15 hours of that game are kind of ridiculous and grindy and and really 
they they take on that like Ashley, you can back me up. They take on this this weird quality that doesn't fit with the rest of the game because it's supernatural and kind of bizarre, and it doesn't t- totally fit with the rest of the game. Guess what? Persona Four Golden does that too. I feel like a lot of JRPGs do that. I know, but I mean, I I I was hearing that from so many people. Like Griffin McElroy even tweeted about this and was mm-hmm. like, "Well, Persona Four Go- Golden didn't do that," and I'm like, "I disagree." <laughs> <laughs> this game, like. I have enjoyed so much of the characters. I've enjoyed all that, but now it's like it's it's like back on this very very dorky bullshit of like, well, this is all totally out of your hands, and there's some weird things going on, and like weird Japanese gods and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm not I'm not here for that. I want to just continue to the do cultural stuff. Is cool though, and no, like and those not, games are all very mm, surreal and sort of weird Japanese myth-based. gods. Is the wrong, but it, that's not the. It's just very strange. So, I feel like it, it's interesting because Persona does a really, really good job for like the bulk of each game of like balancing the fact that like you're calling these weird spirits that like mm-hmm. are based off Japanese cultural things. Like there's a freaking like dick monster. Like it's weird. It's a yeah. weird game. And it's also like, you know, kind of grounded. You're a high schooler. You go on dates. You can eat ramen. You can like have a part time job. But then toward the end of these games, like it's just like, okay, you can't do any of those like real high school things I anymore. Hate that. I think I hated that the most about Persona Five because I was like, but I want to do this. I want to like go to. I want to go shopping. Like mm-hmm. I want to do other stuff. <laughs> yeah. And instead, they're like, nope, you can't do it because everything's fucked up. And you're like. What? The, yeah. the good thing is the weird supernatural bullshit in this game is confined to one day. Oh, thank God. And you have to complete the stuff in one day. Um, but it definitely, it's it's all centered around a character that I find really annoying. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that this is all additions that they made to Golden specifically. And I'm like, oh. not. Mm. I'm just not enjoying it as much. But that said, overall, this game is fantastic. And I'm really, like, sad to finish it soon. So still mm. a good follow-up for... Someone oh. who enjoyed P5. Yeah, I I, I might uh, write this take on Polygon because I think that they need to put, they need to put this game on PS4. Like, yeah. I because I I want to tell so many people to play this because they've never like they may have just played P5 and like mm-hmm. if you don't have a Vita or you don't have a PS TV, yeah, you know that's where fair. they should put it on Nintendo. Everything should be on the Switch. Everything should be on the Switch. P5 should be on the Switch. Wow, that's not what I thought you were gonna say. What did you think I was gonna say? Up your butt. Why would you? I don't know. I thought you were stop thinking about the dick monster, Mm. Allegra. Look, I don't want that to go in any butts. No, 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 no. It's more of a chariot. I mean, I guess that you would ride that. I'm going to move on to Allegra uh, to talk about (laughs) Travel Frog, the new game from the makers of Neko Atsume. Look, it's a cute frog. Look at that cute wow. frog that has nothing to do with dicks nothing or butts. Is, oh. We are no longer hello, hello, cute frog. Um, hard it's left so turn. wholesome. Hard, hard left turn. Stop saying hard. <laughs> I was about to say that too. <laughs> no, we're hard. Okay, excuse me. Okay, Soft here's left a game. Here's no, a, no, no, stop it. it. No more adjectives. Okay. <laughs> Ginger. Ginger left since it does work as an adjective. Thank you. Yes, it does. Okay, so uh, this is the new game from the Neko Atsui people, as Simone said. It is called, I think it's called like Tabi Kairu in Japanese, which roughly translates to Travel Frog. And I was super excited because we all know, love Neko Atsume, changed my life, saved my life, maybe got me this job. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Like, published an article next, about it. And I read it. At my next quarterly conversation, <laughs> I want confirmation if this is why I have the shop. But <laughs> so, Travel Frog is very different from Neko Atsume because what I like about Neko Atsume is like you show up, there's like one, two, three, four cats that are there. You can feed them, you can kind of play with them, you can name them. Uh, they have special skills that give you presents. Like, there's something you're working toward. But Travel Frog, like, the game is inherently about sort of learning independence, which feels weird to me for a game like this. So like you come into the game and there's a frog you can name them. I named mine Caro. And basically he just goes on journeys by himself and you can like pack his bag, which is cute. But then he's like, okay, see ya. And you check in again in an hour. He's still gone. 
Check in again in another three hours. He's still gone. I'm like, he's just gone. I love this. It's the bury me my love of frogs. Yeah. I mean, I love this because I feel like it's clearly they're making some kind of gameplay message that we don't need to be like checking our devices so much. But the thing is, that's what Neko Atsume does, too, because like you could just check in whenever and there weren't always cats around. But then you could put food out and then they'd come back again. But you don't have to do that versus Travel Frog is like even if I just want to like give the frog like another like piece of bread to take with him. He's not there. I literally can't do anything. Like sometimes he'll send postcards, but it's just like, here I am by myself on a beach. Sorry, bench. It's like, okay. Do you even get, do you get to see like where he is or like if he sends you a postcard? Yeah. But, but otherwise I have like, no idea. What is, is it just like a blank room, like a dark. So it's like a, a white room <laughs> and you just what wait. What color is the room? Yeah. What <laughs> we want to know the conditions of the room. Is it a void? Does no. it have natural lighting? There's Does a, it have south-facing windows? There's a front yard, and then you can go in his house. Mm. But, like, the house is just kind of like an attic-looking thing. It's just one room. But mm. there's nothing to do unless he's there. So, like, I can't put, like, food out for him. I can't fluff his pillows. Can't I can't his clean. Cats, can't, I can't water his plants. Exactly. There's literally nothing. So I was like, this huh. is some shit. So I deleted <laughs> it. Some shit. Okay. This is some shit. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm, I'm. I feel like this is a cool concept, maybe not great for what you were hoping for, but like maybe I'm reading authorial intent. But I'm just like, I'm already lonely enough. I don't need a video <laughs> game to remind me. <laughs> I like that you were like, this teaches independence and, and this is never mind. I'm like, I hate <laughs> independence. I don't want to I'm super dependent. <laughs> and you're also playing slash watching Resident Evil 7. Playing slash wa- watching, which means watching. Uh, so where Pat is my Ugh. avatar again, where we are now, we have met m- more of the Baker family. So you guys know the Baker family is like the main mm-hmm. killers. Um, and God, this game is like super rad. And so we just did this boss battle against okay. teacher's pet. <laughs> Our boss, Chris Grant, loves Resident Evil 7 for context. Yeah, this game is so good. I wow, mean, it actually yeah. Is. Game of the year 2017 for sure. We really sure. fucked up by not making this our yeah. number one game. Chris Grant put it as his number one game and he was right. No, yeah. He was and wrong. This, and do, you, but, do you have a sign that you're holding up that's like, give me a raise? <laughs> Wink. Um, <laughs> don't He's wink. not even watching. Wink. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think he watches this. <laughs> okay, so we fought um, Jack Baker, I believe. The that son. is an extremely good fight. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? The eyeballs? Yes. Ooh, yes. Oh, my God. So it's like comes out of nowhere almost. And it's just like it changes from this sort of atmospheric like haunted house type thing like the Resident Evil to like, okay, nope, straight action. You got to shoot some stuff, which I think like other Resident Evil games do as well. But like that transition really gets your like adrenaline going where it's yeah. like, okay, there's real stakes. I could die now. Like what's happening? Could I, uh, what, where, what do we do? Um, and it was very scary and very, very cool. But the thing, I'm not going to spoil it, but the thing that happens after that battle I was like shocked. I was like, what? I did not know this is where the game is going to go. Like the game has so many like left turns. Mm -hmm. Like, so basically I, my impression of this game from the get go was like, oh, it's like pretty much confined to the house. Like it's a cool, like horror haunted house, which is like the original Resident Evil is pretty much just one big mansion. So I thought it was going to be like a throwback to that. But after this boss battle, it's like, nope, sight. Everything changes. Would you call yeah. that a hard left turn then or a ginger left turn? Everything is ginger now. Everything is ginger. <laughs> All righty. Nothing. So it's like, a, it's really, really cool to like see. And it's, I don't know where it's going, which is really interesting too. Let's take a moment to talk about Quip. You know what's super important? is the health of your entire mouth. I think it's something that we're told so often in childhood that we're kind of like, oh, sure, yeah, my teeth, whatever. But actually, your tooth health affects the health of your entire body. And brushing them is super-duper important. You can start brushing better today. Quip is a new company that is refreshing the way that people brush their teeth. It's an electric toothbrush uh, that sends you new heads on a regular basis when you need to refresh them instead of, you know, what we've been doing all these years, which is like letting our toothbrushes sit and become dangerous filth magnets because we don't bother to replace them. Quip takes all the worry and stress out of that. They'll send you a new toothbrush head on a three-month plan for just $5, and that includes free shipping. 
Quip is back by leading dentists and was named as one of Time Magazine's Best Inventions of 2016. They also won the 2016 GQ Grooming Award. Go Quip. Quip starts at just $25, and right now you can go to getquip.com slash polygon to get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That is, again, getquip.com slash polygon, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash polygon. Get a refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush experience for yourself. What it's like to have healthy, refreshing teeth. It's time for a lightning round. Mm. Take it away, folks. <laughs> First question for the lightning round. Why has Nintendo been hiding Waluigi's beautiful hair? Which you oh, can't. wow. Oh, yeah. And we yes. are seeing a picture here now. This question is from Nosco Perario again. Uh, Waluigi in Mario Tennis uh, wearing one of those headband things that is exposing. A visor. A, a visor. visor. That's what that is called. Exposing <laughs> a beautiful swoop of uh, brunette hair. And like me, Waluigi has brown hair, yeah. but black eyebrows and in his case, mustache. mustache. Um, I hate it. No, it's natural and beautiful. No, that's is not it? natural. It's supposed to be the same color, unless no. he dyed it. I Simone. have black eyebrows. No, you don't. Yes, the I do. They're the same color as your No, head. they're not. I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah, they're the same. Although, Ashley's think about Chelsea. Chelsea does not have pink eyebrows. That's yeah. because that would... Oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah, you know, one, I don't want to put counterpoint, Ashley. Chelsea does Excuse not me. have a pink eyebrow. Excuse me. I'm, I'm never putting bleach on my face like that, no. What if you always dyed your eyebrows, too? Oh, shit. You had blue eyebrows. I would be too much like a clown and then Simone wow. would every- Back it up. I know. Back it way up, girl. I know, I know. Back it up to Waluigi and his beautiful swoop of hair. Why has Nintendo been hiding it? Maybe because they knew that Ashley, people like Ashley- would hair shame him. No, I like the hair swoop, to be honest. I think it looks really good on him. I just don't think it's his real hair. I think he has, like, a toupee. What? You don't think that he's dyeing his mustache rather than... I think he might be Some people's beards oh. and mustaches are the same or different yes. colors. I feel hair. like he Who might leaves their hair color and then dyes their eyebrows Here's and their the facial thing. hair. Waluigi. He always yeah. wears a hat. He's a shame because his hair looks very similar to Mario's, except no, it better. It is better. Hotter. You know, more on trend. Yeah. But he doesn't want to seem like a Mario brother. So he dyes his, uh, you know, mustache. I forgot what that was called. He dyes his mustache. He dyes his eyebrows because he wants to look more like Wario. Mm. Wow. Wait. Or just more sinister. No. Are they friends? I, I don't. He and Wario? I'm pretty sure they're, they're re- associates. Are, yeah, associates. But they're at least tennis yeah. rivals. Related? They work together. They're oh, not okay. like so they're work. No, sorry. Wow. Back it up. It's a little creepy to dye your hair so that you look like your work friend. This is a single white Wario situation, or Waluigi, rather, in this case. And this is a lightning round, so we're going to move on to the next question. <laughs> Remember last week's lightning round? We talked that about became one its own segment. Oh. It was Fran's question, so it's okay. This is from Adam J. Musa, our, our colleague at Eater. Uh, one time co host. About one time co host will be co host again. Actually, no, we'll never speak to him again because he has just sent us a bad tweet. Can we talk about how this Mario Rabbids DLC trailer has made Donkey Kong so dot 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 sexy? Because he winks. In is that there, yeah, there's That's, a gif. Did, I have never. I never want to see this again. There's a gif of Donkey <laughs> Kong, very high res Donkey Kong with pecs. With very very built pecs, he always winking at the camera. Ew! Like, he's always had those built pecs. That's no, especially but, in but, Tropical Freeze. But high res dog. If you notice in this gif, what he does is he'll wink at you, and then after he winks at you, his mouth parts a little bit with a hint of teeth. What he's doing? Ah, Look at him. He's kind of open- yeah. You see the teeth, right? He kind of opens his mouth a little after he hmm. winks at you. Unbl- s- no, he, he winks and then unblinking eyes, slight hint of teeth, parted lips. You know how I feel about that. Yep. Ashley, Ashley knows yep. I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. You don't know the full context. We didn't. I mean, like this is only a loop. He could open his mouth all the way. It's not. So oh yeah, yeah. Sure. like he'll wink at you and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just opens his mouth, doesn't smile. No, it just opens so wide that his jaw unhinges and it like Pac-Man. He just disappears. And a banana. A no, that's sexual. Now, in a follow-up tweet to me specifically, Adam did use the phrase "donkey rotic Kong." 
And I just want to run that by you really quickly. Adam! Okay, Adam! cool. Next question from Migs Boson. Which Mario character is most likely to have a glass eye? And we are actually going to lightning round this shit. Allegra. Wario. Chelsea. Toad. Mm. Ashley. I'm going to second the, no, Waluigi. I think Waluigi. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yes, Waluigi. For sure. Yes. For sure, Waluigi. Next Agreed. question. This is from Sparkle Dog. Have any of you ever tried to speed run a game? If not, what's your favorite speed run to watch or the fastest you've beaten a game? Um, I have a simple answer. Yes. When I stream Bubsy with Allegra, I think at some <laughs> point we just declared it an unofficial Bubsy speed run. It wasn't. But I just wanted it to be because we just wanted it to be over as quickly as possible. Uh, this was from Bessina Few. Hey, Polygon Show, do you have a favorite skin or team of skins out of the Overwatch League? And do you agree that the Florida Mayhem Reinhardt skin looks kind of like it is Pikachu themed? Pick included for reference. Pick description. Uh, Reinhardt just wearing bright ass yellow armor with a couple red accents on his little dots. Weird like his little dots knuckles, on his knee. His little mm. chest circle. Chest circle. His chest circle. His knee cap Ugh. things. No. It's um, kind of like if Pikachu's cheeks were all over its body. Ew. It says, and do you think it looks Pikachu themed? That's part of the question. Yes. Yeah. It does. No, yeah. It, it does. Like answering the question. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Oh, what's your favorite uh, team skin? Soul actually? Dynasty, hands down. Soul Dynasty. Black and gold yeah. is badass. I also like New York Excelsior, but I guess I'm biased because I have to root for them. They're terrible really like team them. name, which I don't like. But they have a nice deep blue color oh, scheme. And I, I like, like that, that red. I like that, like Me blood too. orange. Next question. Blood <laughs> orange. Oh, wow. What a good name. This is from. Or lesbians, or lesbians. Uh, it's a pun that involves Dragon Age and lesbians. Oh, therefore, it's great. Uh, what rad features would your new funky mode include? Mm. Ooh, this is topical because this is related to the Nintendo Direct today, right? Yeah. Tell yes. me, Allegra. Answer this question for me because I don't know. Uh, God, funky mode Allegra would be. She would wear shutter shades. <gasps> I do know. Ooh. Sorry, go on. Mm. she would have. Disco balls dangling clip-ons, because I don't have my ears pierced. Clip-on disco ball earrings. Mm -hmm. She would wear sequin top. Mm. Oh, no, a sequin dress like Tina Turner. Ooh. Tina Turner, I can't talk. With Tina Turner hair. Yes! So, like, a mix of, like, Kanye, like, graduation era, but also Tina Turner. I very love good. it. Yeah. Chelsea, what about you? I think I'm just going to adopt a very good walk. Like, a very, very yeah. comedic walk. <laughs> like, how? I, I'm not going to demonstrate What's, it on an audio format. No, but what... Like what's a comedic walk? Well, like the Ministry of Silly Walks. Yeah, like the Ministry of Silly Walks. I'd probably is like a, from Monty Python. It's a Monty wow. Python skit. Uh, you you know maybe extending my leg very far out to t before I take the next step, like some kind of. <laughs> I'll just point everyone to Space Channel Five Part Two and the way that the main character of that walks for how Chelsea's future. And walks. then you've got to oh stretch God, yeah. your arm out real far, very just dramatic to pull yourself gestures. forward. Yeah, always gestures. like you're like marching like rhythmically, like ooh la la. Oh my yeah, God, yeah, that's yes. her name. Uh, I think I would definitely my funky funky mode involves a cowboy hat and mm -hmm. some like some jingles, some jingling jingles, <laughs> like a lot jingles. Of, okay, jingles. I'll have spurs. Jingles. I'll have bells. I'll have bells on. I'll do it with bells on. It's gonna be great. Ashley, what about you? Your funky mode. Describe. Uh, I think it would be like a cyberpunk mode. Mm. I want to look like I'm in fucking Tron. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair and good. That's cool. Even though Tron's not cyberpunk, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about some news. <laughs> Why did that involve you having to slam the Coke Zero at the end? Like because I'm embarrassed, <laughs> and I wasn't slamming. I just chugged it real quick. Good, because we're gonna we're about you and I are about to do a lot of talking. Uh, so as we kind of addressed earlier, the new Overwatch League was announced uh, this week, and they played their first matches yesterday, or rather, it wasn't announced, but that the, they it started. started it started mm -hmm. yesterday. Yeah. That's the word that I'm looking for. It was oh, announced like many months logo. ago. We like the logo a lot, um, but one of the sort the things about Overwatch League currently that is upsetting to me personally is that there are no women players in the entire Overwatch League in all the I think nine teams around the world. And Nathan Grayson at Kotaku wrote a really good piece mm -hmm. on this. He interviewed some of the team managers and some of the players about why there are no women. And he framed this around Gegori, who is a South Korean player, very young woman who is 
pretty much the best Saria in the world. She's definitely in the top 100 Overwatch players in the world, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Ashley and I had a lot of feelings about this. And I think you and I both started when we first saw this, we had the impression of, well, like, we don't know if Gagory wants to be competing in Overwatch anymore because she underwent so much harassment mm-hmm. earlier in her career. Yeah, I was about to say that, like, I haven't been following this, but that was my first thought, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that or another possibility um, just being like, maybe she just wants to go to college. Like, maybe she wants to focus on other stuff. But mm-hmm. um, kind of the more I look at it, I think, like, it, it's tied to all of, like, kind of the shit and abuse that she takes. But um, I think most of it, is that really she um, likes to stay out of the spotlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which totally I 100% agree. Because, um, like, when she went on that Korean show to, like, show people she wasn't cheating, like, she wanted to, like, I think she wore, like, a white face mask because she just, like, mm-hmm. didn't do that. But, um, yeah, she definitely underwent a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is very interesting, I think, and I'm sure you're going to explain that Nathan Grayson did ask some of the team managers as well as some of the players um, what their thoughts were on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what struck me most about this, like setting aside whether or not Giggity herself wants to compete in Overwatch, the responses that were given by the team managers and the players as to why she was not on the team. If you apply those not specifically to her, one of the best Aria players in the world, it basically creates this situation where it is impossible for a woman to be on one of these Overwatch League teams because they're saying, well, okay, she doesn't fit in on uh, the Houston... uh, Outlaws, I think. Yeah. She doesn't fit in on the Houston team because of the language barrier. That doesn't apply to New York Excelsior, which is an entirely Korean team. The manager of the London team is Korean. Seoul Dynasty is also a Korean team, for example. Uh, And then they talked to Excelsior, and Excelsior was talking about how, well, what if she doesn't fit in with the culture of our, our our team, like because they're a team who is trained together and they know each other. And it, it, it just creates this situation where all, there are all these sort of very weak excuses, which are being used in this case to keep out someone who is a very good and very qualified player. And some of the managers did say, yeah, she absolutely could do it. But we don't want her on our team for these and these and these reasons. And it felt very condescending and it felt like making excuses as we've seen in tech fields over and over again. Well, like things will change. There mm-hmm. will be more women. The next generation can absolutely be included in this. Yeah. I mean, but not her and not right now. And mm-hmm. that felt really shitty. I would say that I'm not defending the practice at all, but mm-hmm. I will say that like based on my knowledge of how these teams operate, a lot of them are renting a house and like practicing together 18 hours a day. And I'm sure there's some parts of that dynamic where they're just like, we don't want a woman in this kind of very, what, you know, may become like a very like bro-y, I'm not saying it's bro-y, but. I mean, there's also a lot of cultural nuance there. I mean, so in addition to everyone having to live in the same house and in addition to potential concerns, they don't want like romantic overlap or anything like that. But I mean, still generally in Korea, it is like very frowned upon for uh, like an unmarried man and woman to live together. Yeah. So like, even if this was just like an Overwatch team roster, it's just like, I just think culturally it's like not really that acceptable. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure maybe it'll go it'll splinter off into like, oh, well then we'll have to get her like separate housing or something. But then that risks, I'm sure, like isolation from team building or whatever. Yeah. If you're if you were like having to go to a separate house and all these people were training because I mean, they train like, 18 well, I mean, hours like a day. to sleep. Basically. Yeah. No, but- I know. But I'm saying like it still would. What do you guys think is like more likely? So obviously there's no women right now. So it's effectively like an all male league. And I'm thinking of like tennis that has like men's doubles and Mm -hmm. women's doubles. Do you feel like they would have like, oh, we have the male league and the female league? Or do you feel like eventually they'll acquiesce and have like a single woman on a team? I don't know what they're going to do specifically. Um, I'm still trying to figure out if like that would be kind of, if that would make the climate better or worse. Uh, My first impression is that I, I think it would make it a little worse. I think it would call so much attention to segregate these people. And I think that, like, it'll just be like, yeah, here's the men's league and then here's the women's league that, like, no one really wants to watch or, like, they're not as good to compete with the guys. It's sort of like soccer. I just think, like, the general message that Blizzard sends with Overwatch, which is such an inclusive game, a lot of people of color, there's just, I mean, Tracer's 
Yay! <laughs> yes! And I she's the mascot. I love her and Emily so goddamn much. Um, anyway, but yeah, so they kind of pride themselves a lot on that. There's a good female to male mix there, but then like, it's just weird then for the league professionally mm-hmm. to just wall off. And I, I'm aware that it's not over, uh, Overwatch League specifically, it's just esports. But it would seem like if you want to break down that wall, that Overwatch League would probably be the best place to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love if they just tried to do that. But like like you said, I think a lot of them gave wishy-washy answers of like, oh, no, yeah, I absolutely think she should compete. But like, you know, she's just gone through a, a lot of stuff. And like, you know, you're, it, it basically read to me as like, yeah, it sucks right now, but uh, you're going to just have to deal with it for now. But maybe later we'll hire you. But, you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And I think that if they did have a women's league, even if they did eventually fold that into like like a, a a mixed league, it would still come off as like there's the real league and there's the women's league, and now we're bringing them into yeah, the real league. Yeah, because the question I have is like, well, why can't they just compete in the same league? I feel like literally, all I, I everyone like, can play. I feel Overwatch. like you're literally by making a women's <laughs> yeah. thing only. I don't know. It reads as like kind of the B tier Overwatch players. I know you're going to write about this. I know I how. I hope that they this. don't have a women's Let's league at all. Let's not but. forget also our non-binary players. There you go. This is another issue. And of yeah, like, and then it's like, can well, where they, they join go? then? <laughs> like, what? It, yeah, it's a whole. So that's we're obviously still excited about Overwatch League and watching Overwatch because we are humans who can't control our impulses and we fucking love Overwatch. But it's still uh, an unfortunate uh, perspective on it that I am mad about and we'll hopefully see changes coming in the future, especially since everyone's talking about it now. Thanks, Nathan. There was a surprise Nintendo Direct mini this morning, uh, yes. which no one knew about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was literally, I just stepped foot on the train and then I like looked at my phone, as I always do, and I got a Slack notification that was like, hey, everybody, high pride Nintendo right now. I was like, God damn it. So at the next station, I got off and I sat in that station for 35 minutes. No. And I wrote the bulk of those stories sitting on a bench in the Nevin Street station. Damn. Why didn't you go to a cafe? Because I was like, a bench? I'm not missing this stuff. Okay. Thanks, MTA, for the free Wi-Fi. Oh, there is free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Forget um, I really enjoyed this direct. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, "Eh, it was it wasn't that." What's exciting. the thing you're most excited about from the direct? Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this this morning. Yeah, we did, we baby. Did. The world ends with you. Final yeah. remix. Because I never got to play that game on DS. Because I never did either. Yeah, my oh. sister had it, and we had this thing where we never bought the same game because that would be stupid. But she also, we just wouldn't share games either. So of never I speak like, to each other. <laughs> so Arms Frank owned uh, Twoey, as I call it, and I never got to play it. So now finally, I'll be able to play it on Switch, and that's so exciting. Yeah, I, I mean, I heard like even people were praising the iOS port and saying that this one is similar so and i've never played it either so i'm like i want to play this Mm -hmm. i feel like Mm -hmm. yeah and there's new game content in it i'm also extremely excited because i again i didn't play it on ios or ds and even though i have an iphone and i could potentially play it no i want to play it on my beautiful switch with its beautiful screen it was also like 40 dollars on iphone it was like that was during the period of time where square enix was releasing iphone games and they'd be like 25 dollars and you're like this is a mobile game no (laughs) thank you I'm not sure if it was 40, don't yell at me, Twitter. We're going to go with that, though. Yeah. We're definitely going to go with that. It was higher than a normal iPhone game price. Mm. And then they're also bringing Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze to Switch, which I'm super fucking that, pumped about because, again, I never had a Wii U. That game was very good. It's, it's so like a pretty. very hard Donkey Kong. It's erotic, Kong. I would say. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No! High definition erotic. Why? Action. Why would you do that? Slightly parted lips. <laughs> I am excited. Oh my god! I am excited for the funky mode where you get to play yeah, whatever Funky the Kong. Fuck that is. So wait, what actually is the funky mode? So Explain like, the meme. So Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is um, supposed to be really hard, right? It's really difficult. Yeah. So they have a beginner friendly mode, which is funky mode, where you play as Funky Kong, and he's like really resistant to like attacks, and he has a surfboard. And he surfs on his surfboard. Wait, are these all water level? Aren't they like jungly levels? Well, it's more like, I guess it's more aquatic themed, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it's tropical. He's freeze. on an island. Um, There's ice. 
trees. I played some. Uh, there was still some island jungle <laughs> shit. So I mean, it's Donkey Kong. Hello. I mean, I think Funky Kong just surfs on like anything on Not, wood. Yeah, he, I that's, think literally that's his skill. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ashley, what are you most excited for? Kirby. Kirby. Why did I that Kirby game was friends. so cute. That's like my dream. We all have to play that. Got we it. can play it together. We should do that. Oh my goodness, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But so you saw this too, right? Where like it's called Kirby Star Allies, and you have these little friend hearts. Oh no, I didn't see that. Oh, so you have this item called like a friend heart, which I think Kirby's holding in the picture behind us. So Kirby's like holding up a little heart, or actually, a pretty he big heart. Is he wearing a beanie? He's oh. wearing his link hat. Oh, he's like sword Kirby. It's cute. Um, and so he can throw those friend hearts at like enemies, and then mm-hmm. the enemies will fall in love with him. Aww. They'll be like, Kirby, you're great. And then the enemies will join his team. That sounds so emotionally manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wear my oh, cowboy no. hat, though, so people will fall in love with me. <laughs> Should have worn it to Kirby's the rodeo. like, I want to kill you, so please fall in love with me first, and then I'll kill you, so you won't expect it. Wait, so you can't just like, have the do they like fight for you too? they fight with you yeah Aww. like for you so can't you just have a bunch of them just trailing along i guess i don't know how many you can have but yeah they essentially like, i want to max nobody's out. nobody's gone hands-on with this game yet so i don't think 30 actually knows yeah 30 30 chelsea what are you most excited for Ooh, i i like uh since i think everyone else said the other ones i like the mario sports games mm. so oh, yeah mario tennis aces which has a story mode which i like wrote about yeah that's cool is that the one that came out most recently nope this is a new mario tennis game oh what can i just say i've gotten a lot of people tweeting at me about this today because of my mom which oh, i think i told oh, yeah. on the show where it was like the first thing i thought of was Allegra frank's mom and how happy she probably is finally mario <laughs> returns to his roots as a tennis player mario, <laughs> a new mario game you know my like, hey, is your mom stoked that Mario's playing tennis again? Did you tell your mom? I meant to text my mom. I'll text her right okay. now. I'll okay. tell you. Thank you. Thank you. Do that. Oh yeah. I, I really do enjoy Mario Tennis. I mean, I'm so excited for this, even though like these a few many of these are games that were previously released. The fact that they're coming to my Switch and I have that now, mm. I and I don't know if that's a, like a valid feeling because of course they should release new games for this console, but also I care a lot about preserving old games on consoles that are new so that new generations of people can keep experiencing them and uh i'm not gonna buy a fucking wii or a wii u in this the year of our lord 2018 i've got a switch baby oh wait i'm the i don't know if i will actually commit to playing this because i've never even played any of these games but yeez is that how you say it yeez eight Phil has talked up this game so much, Phil Kohler. Yeah. And he was like, this is one of the best games of 2017. And like a really the interesting- best game that no one played. No one played. So playing a game no one played on my Switch sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for Ease too. Ease. Why I keep thinking you're saying Yeez, like Yeezus. I'm excited for Yeezus too. When is Kanye yeah, like when is game? game coming out? Oh my God. That's oh my a, God, yeah. That's the one? greatest mystery of our time. That would be uh, a Switch game. A whole Polygon show dedicated to that. Uh, let's move on to some emails. Uh, this question is from Is. Hi, Polygons. Do you ever play games in languages that you don't know? When I heard Zelda's bougie-ass British accent, I immediately switched <laughs> it to Japanese with English subtitles for the sake of immersion. It's a fantasy land, and I shouldn't understand the language. I also have a game of Omega Ruby that I started in German because I don't get a lot of practice otherwise. Thanks for the very good show. Is. Do you do that? I've been three games in Japanese. Um, One of them was Jump Ultimate Stars, which is a fighting game with a bunch of characters from Shonen Jump manga. Very fun. One of them was Uendon 2, uh, which is like Elite Beat Agents 2, basically. And the other one, maybe I told the story, actually, so technically I didn't beat it, which was um, The Legend of Starfy. And I got all the way to the final boss, which was the button mashing thing. Oh, yes. I told the story, right? And I accidentally turned it off. Uh, <laughs> I also own <laughs> I also own Mother One Plus Two for GBA in Japanese, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I can do this." No, no, that game that. would be impossible. It's really hard. So yeah, played a couple games in Japanese. Yeah, I think when I and this is bad Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm, I believe is the full title of the game. I think I played that for my old job, and I'm pretty sure the first thing I did was switch it into Japanese audio because there's no way I'm listening to the Naruto dub voices. Ugh. It's not how my mom raised me. I believe it. 
Shut the <laughs> hell up. That was Naruto's catchphrase. That was the joke. Please stop. It's a good show. Leave me alone. Ashley, have you ever played a game in another language? Um, what I did, it was actually last year on my second playthrough of Persona. I found out that there was a Japanese language pack you can download for free on PSN. So I did that. <clears throat> I don't like Japanese Ryuji's voice as much. I think I've mentioned that several times. The Morgana voice is great. Um, and then same thing with um, actually my second and third playthrough of Nier, which you're supposed to, you know, do because Nier. Um, yeah, I switched it over to Japanese and like that was also Whoa. very nice. I bet 9S is a lot more tolerable. I'm thinking about that. Yeah. I kind of want to listen to these, all right. Yeah. I, I, no, I did, I did play a... Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed 2, I played it in Italian because oh, their really, really fake-sounding Italian oh, accents yeah. annoyed the shit out of me. Um, and then Assassin's Creed Unity, I, of course, played it in French. Wow. And I guess, uh, technically, Arno, and I missed this when I played the game the first time, he and his dad are technically English and they're living in France. But, like, he was orphaned when he was 10 or something. I feel like... He would speak French. Yeah, he he should French. speak French. And yet he's speaking like every character in that game in the dub speaks with like a freaking English accent, which annoys me. You had these people with their fake ass Italian accents. You couldn't give me a fake ass French accent. Ooh. I live for that. Wait, so you did, know, I love it. Did you understand most of it? Or like, did you finish? There it? were English subtitles. Oh, but okay. yes, I understood most awesome. of it. But sometimes they talk too fast for me. Yeah, I like it. It was and it felt thematically appropriate. Mm. Uh, this question is from Pixie. Hi, Polygon fam. And I was wondering, uh, with the amount of games you all have played, have any of you ever considered cosplaying any characters from a game? What character do you think you you could pull off the best cosplay of? What is your dream cosplay? I'm a huge fan of Fire Emblem Echoes, and Celica is my dream cosplay because <laughs> she, as a character, means a lot to me, and I am super gay. Thanks, Pixie. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> email. I'm sorry yeah. I stumbled oh over god. so many parts of that because it is a wonderful email. Oh my god. I Pixie, I love Celica. I yeah. feel oh that's the best, only good part of that game. That game sucks, but Celica's great. Mm. Recently I saw a picture of uh Dark Say from Persona 5 with like the black dress and the like fishnet bodice area. And I looked at that and her like cool hat, and I was like I want to wear that. And then I looked up cosplay of it and I was like, this is really hard and I'm not going to do it. Also, it's not work appropriate clothing. Mm. Uh, but I would look amazing. <laughs> you would. Putting aside the fact that I did used to cosplay mm. and dressed up as video game characters. Also, wait, your concern is it's not work appropriate as if you'd cosplay at work? <laughs> I mean, yeah. We have to talk to Simone every day about cosplaying at work. If I have a dress that looks that amazing, of course I'm wearing it to work. Literally, you're like, no, oh, man, I really want this, but I can't wear it to work. <laughs> I don't know why that was a concern of mine. I'm cosplaying right now, actually. As me. You're, yes. Wow. <laughs> Ashley, do you, would you cosplay? Have you cosplay? Actually, That's your dream cosplay. Oh, Lord. I used to cosplay. I am not going to talk about it, though. Um, <laughs> we both have a lot of things we're just not going to talk about. Uh, I just really don't want to talk about it. Anyway, mm. um, I have a couple that would be ideal if I didn't make them because I don't know how to do this. I would want a female winter soldier. Mm. I would want... Uh, I've always wanted to do Captain America. Oh, shit! We would be so good together! Carry on. Um, Carry on. The other one being, wow, lost my train of thought. I got so excited. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Makoto uh, Persona 5. Not her schoolgirl outfit, her like persona outfit. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Badass. Yo her Johanna? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. That one. And then the third one was made from Overwatch. That would be very good. I, I think that it would be, be pretty easy. Really for me. cute. Oh, that'd be so cute. And then I could do Widowmaker. We have so many pair <gasps> cosplays. Oh, yay! The best that cosplay I ever did, I think, was I did a just generic splicer from Bioshock. Ooh, uh, and my first oh, wow. hooks. What, do you have something to say, Chelsea? No, I I You're did very that. Excited. I did that as a Halloween costume. You also yes. wore a splicer. Wow! I did a splicer costume for Halloween. I got an amazing, cool like leopard mask that uh -huh. was. So cool. Wow. What yeah. have you, what's your dream cosplay? I, I mean, when I was younger, I totally would have won a crossplay as Link because I think mm, I'm that, that kind one. of basic dork. But 
Yeah, I don't know. You could totally do that. You could do that even now because, I mean, you've just had it like a tunic. Yes. It'd be easy to sew. Or Breath of the Wild bandana. Yeah. The bandana is very good. My dream cosplay absolutely would be the big sister from Bioshock 2, mm. which uh, is would be hard as hell because it's like leather straps everywhere and the Dude. sort of diving helmet. Yeah, uh, But do, I would look amazing. If we could do ridiculous stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, Sam Aran, let's do the power armor. Oh, yeah, wow. full, full glowing armor, obviously. Also, nobody would know it was me, which is the best part. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would wear a diving helmet to work every very, day. A very short, as you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Allegra? Uh, yeah. Man, I always felt really sad about cosplaying because I was like, no, the characters look like me. Yeah. And I still feel that way. One time I dressed up as a black mage from Final Fantasy, and that was actually really Ooh, fun. That's really cool. Like with the blue robe and like the hat. Yeah. Um, but like, I guess if I could be anyone, I love 2B's outfit so much. Yeah. She has I would love dope to do that. Outfit. Yeah. Mm. Oh, she's so cute. So I would yeah. do that. That would be a good one. All of the new ones are good. Uh, next question is visiting game locations IRL from Oliver. Hey guys, have you ever been to a real life location that is featured in a video game? For instance, I live in the UK, so when I played Assassin's Creed Syndicate, I was super excited to see Spittlefield's market and wandered around it for ages. You have quickly become my favorite podcast. Thanks. Uh, and when I see new episodes, it brightens up my day. Keep up Aww. the good work. Oliver. Jake from Adventure Time Emoji. Aww. Oh, Jake. It's a very Cute. good one. Yeah. Game locations IRL. Uh, Ashley and I, when we were in Japan, we stayed in Shibuya. I screamed when I went to that Shibuya <laughs> Square. I was like, that's that's the great, that's the green bus where the politician yeah. is. I, I just, I flipped my yeah. shit when I was in Tokyo. I really, it was so good. Ugh, yeah. I want to go to Tokyo for that reason. Ugh. When we were on the train, Ashley would always be like, oh, I want to go to like all the different locations that are in Persona 5. And we went to a lot of them, I We think. did. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you guys went to Akihabara and everything too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like bringing nerds to New York, like, because I had a couple people be like, oh, this is like GTA 4. Because there's a lot, there's no like, I mean, there's a lot of detailed modeling in that as mm -hmm. well. And then, not that anyone played the division. Yeah, I was about to mention the division. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, actually, Shit. they did a really good they job. Did an, we did, when I, in my last job, we did side by side photos of the real places. It's in the really division. good. It's like incredibly yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I want to look that up. I know Assassin's Creed 3 uh, has some New York stuff, but I haven't played that one. Uh, I want to see more historical New York stuff because that is my, my shit. That would be so cool. Yeah. Definition of my shit. Chelsea, have you ever been to any other non-New York? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything yeah. that's non-New York, and I can't think of anything. I've like, uh, oh, Watch Dogs 1 had the Chicago stuff, and I remember oh, yeah. driving through Chicago and being like, oh. Oh, Watch Dogs 2 with SF. Yeah, um, I haven't played Watch Dogs cool. 2, so. I remember I played it with you, some. Wait, didn't we find Arthur's house? San Francisco. Oh. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> We found Arthur's house. Didn't like someone find? Didn't Phil was, was like, oh, I Arthur's think house. Phil did. Well, <laughs> let's move on to our final lightning round. Uh, this question <laughs> is: Which video game character do you want to be your workout buddy? Zarya is a good choice, I think, but I think I prefer Zoa from Chrono Cross. Oh my Whoa. god! Okay, <gasps> this is from Nervitis. Video game workout buddy Chun Li. Uh, Chun Li. Chun Li. Oh. Allegra. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna say Peach, Ashley, in a Mario sports game. Wow, you look disgusted. That, whatever. Uh, Lightning round. Two B. Two B. Good one. Uh, Black Watch from Overwatch. So Ray's and McCree and Genji. Think having a robot workout buddy is a good idea. Actually. No. Next yeah. question. This is from Eve De Walrus. If you could have any game remade as just frogs instead of humans, which one would you pick and why would it be all of them? <laughs> all of the games. This Wait. question I should mention Eve De Walrus, their display name is a gay frog. So I think that we can we know I think maybe what inspired even this, this question. question. Or this, yeah, this, the question is answered. The question asker has asked frog related questions before. Oh, oh, we've asked the, oh well. I mean, the question is also answered in the email in that it is all of them. All of them. All what of the games happening? with frogs. We're talking about frogs, I, Ashley. I, I know, but like, what the about, way you're all wording, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how we're wording <laughs> what things about, okay. either. Listen, my answer is the Simpsons arcade game. Oh. Fucked up. Allegra. Why? Um, I don't I'm know. I'm thinking like God of War or something. Yes, extremely good. Like decapitate people. Oh. Yeah. So I was going to say frogs. Dark Souls. Mm. Breath of the Wild, because then when you catch frogs, it'd just be like double frogs. Next question. Double. 
Oh, this is from Ed Hunsinger. Uh, does anyone still play HQ? No. It's not even on Android yet. I've yes, never, it, is. it is on Android. It's in beta. I it, think. Oh, it launched. It on didn't New Year's work Eve. for me oh. when I tried it. So I still never played I've it. I played it like once on Ashley. Ashley. I've always wanted to play it. Well, kind of sucks. Next oh. question. Damn. <laughs> this is from Lanion. If Kirby ate you, what power slash hat would he have? I'm almost certain that yeah, we've answered we this definitely. one before. Absolutely have. Uh, but this is our last question. So let's see if we can come up with something new. And I'm going to look to Allegra, my girl Allegra, directly across from me. Oh, I think we should... has an answer for me. Uh, I'm going to say a little ski hat because I'm wearing one today. And the power would be crying. Hey, yeah. disagree that uh, Kirby would be wearing overalls. <laughs> no! Yes! Oh, wear overalls! Can yes, I you do. An overall dress. I do not wear overalls because I am 24, not four. I do not wear overalls. You wore them. And yet, photo evidence. And yet, the canon lives on. (laughs) Yes. In the same way that the only shirt that I own is my sweater with like witchy symbols on it, you only wear overalls. Uh. Chelsea, what about you? Mm. Curvy, pink hair. Pink. He's already pink. It could have, like, magical rainbow-changing yeah. color okay. hair. Oh, yes. That'd be very cool. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. What is your power? That's the, You don't think that's enough power? That's how you fight people. Well, your you hair said, changes. like, there's, like, a hat thing and the power. So I thought there were two. Oh. The power's just that her power hair changes. Yeah, that's hat. Mm. Yeah. Power or hat? It's, it's, like, disruptive and hypnotizing. Yes. Agree. Hard agree. I would have a Ginger party agree. hat. Definitely. Okay. My power would be... Uh, Ooh, you get to scare and stun your enemies with confetti. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yes, that's right. Oh, I feel like that's and, oh wait, no, do. not that there are headshots in Kirby, but if you got a headshot in Kirby, you would have a chorus <laughs> of children going, yeah, because I'm pretty sure my friend had that weird thing for Halo and he was he called a birthday party. Mo- <gasps> this is a lightning round question, but I don't care. <laughs> party hat. Beans. Right now I have a lot of beans. Yeah. I think Kirby at this moment, if Kirby ate me, he would have a lot of beans. What would too. the hat be? Bean? More beans. Beans. The can. Would also be beans. Can of beans. <gasps> oh, a can. No, a can of, can beans. of beans on the head. That'd oh, with like a little, the, beans the, in the hand. lid is still attached yeah. to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It'd be that way too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, wait. Before you say the sign off. So I texted my mom. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. What did she say? She Betty. got back to me. I said, it's really important. I said, quick question. There's a new Mario Tennis game coming out. Are you excited or no? And then she didn't reply. So I said, I need to know ASAP. <laughs> she said, Yes. <laughs> Just yes. So my okay. mom is excited. Good. Now we know. Canon. Canon. <laughs> Add it to the canon. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. If you want your questions to be read in these lightning rounds and then not treat it as lightning rounds because we talk about them for an hour, uh, you can tweet hashtag Polygon Show. Uh, and then we'll see those questions. We add them to our queue. And of course, if you want to email us a beautiful, thoughtful question or any other content that is beautiful and thoughtful, because all of our emails are, you can email polygonshow at polygon.com and we'll see those. And then we might read those emails on the show as well. And of course, you can review the show on Apple Podcasts and tell everyone that you like it and give it star ratings. And even more helpful than that is if you tell your friends about it, say, I can never do anything on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern time because I am watching the Polygon show live on Twitter. And or a Friday when the podcast comes out in audio form, you, of course, just listen to it right then immediately and you stop everything that you're doing. So tell your friends that you're doing that and that you're having a lot of fun with it. And um, then they will also derail their entire lives to listen to our good podcast. So this was a roundabout way of saying, tell your friends about our good show. It kind of got away from me in the end there, but I think it's okay. And I think I'm just going to keep rolling with it. It's going really well so far. Anyway, and I already said the email. So that's the thing I usually forget. I think we're doing really good today, ladies. All right, cool. This has been the Polygon Show. <laughs> <laughs>